0: you may be. Think about it. Think about his goodness and his mercy. Think about all his attributes. Think about the great love and wherein he has loved us. He proved that love at Calvary. Oh Lord, we thank you tonight. We praise you tonight. We magnify you tonight. Wednesday night live stream, New Life Apostolic Church, 4712 East Ranch, here, Clayton, Texas, 76543. God is just, He's amazing. He's amazing. The Lord our God is amazing. After Him, know, know that He is the Lord, and He changes not. Oh, we thank You tonight, Jesus. We praise You tonight, Jesus. We lift You up tonight, Jesus. Oh, glory to the Lord! We're going to go to Him in prayer this evening. Pray for our country, our president, our state, our governor, our county, the county judge that making the decisions, and of course our city. We're going to be lifting up others that may be sick in body or discouraged. We think about little Matthew there in Florida going through some procedures concerning his heart, we lift him up. Others that may be just struggling, struggling during this time with loneliness and depression, Lord God of Heaven, we're going to come to you in faith. We're going to come to you in thy great name, the name of Jesus. Believing you to reach down thy hand. and Begin to touch and minister. Let's pray this evening, all of us, wherever you're at. Heavenly Father, we come before you with thanksgiving. We come before you with praise. We enter with boldness because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And we ask, O God, that you would be merciful unto us sinners transgressors forgiving us and cleansing us O oh Lord and instructing us in the way that we should go Lord God of heaven we lift up our country and our president God that you would give him the wisdom and the strength and the courage to continue to lead this country especially back to the precepts of the Word of God we pray for our state and our governor as she's beginning to open up the economy Lord we pray for protection all over the state we pray, oh God, for our county and our city and the officials that you would be with them as well. O oh Lord God of heaven, you're such a wonderful God. A God that is on time. A God that answers prayer. A God that all things are possible if we could just but believe. O oh Lord God of heaven, mend hearts tonight. Restore lives. Oh God, help families. Oh, Lord God of heaven, be with our brothers and sisters all over the world. Strengthening and encouraging, binding us together, oh Lord, by thy word. Oh, Lord, I thank you and I praise you for all your many benefits. Oh, Lord God of heaven, it's in thy name that we come. In the name of Jesus, asking, believing in Jesus' name. Put your hands together, love Jesus and thank him. Remember, when we're clapping, we're driving. We're driving that nail in a sure place, knowing that he is a God that answers prayer. Join us in song tonight as we sing to the Lord.
1: It's grace that draws us.
0: To behold his beauty. And to inquire in his temple. Oh Lord how, how amazing is your love so unfailing. Lord I love you so. Bowing in reverence oh Lord God this evening. Thank you Lord God of heaven. For your presence. Thank you. Oh Lord God of heaven. For your love. let unto the Lord. strength. set me free but your mercy did for me
1: oh. he found you he held you and he called you
0: ah real love you washed my sins away now i'm living like i'm forgiven you came and set me free that's what your mercy did for me. One more time, put your hands together. Thank God for mercy. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. God is an awesome God. Yes, he is. Merciful God. The Bible tells us his mercy endureth forever. It's truth unto all generations. Amen. Let's sing one more song to the Lord. Amen. You sing it with us. Let the Lord in, would you? Let the Lord in. Oh, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Oh, man, I'm I'm enjoying the presence of the Lord. I hope you
1: are. Be true.
0: to be with God and you this Wednesday night live stream. Let me try to make some announcements if I may. Amen. Praise the Lord. We've got uh, several things coming up. I am really praying about trying to open up our Wednesday services to 70 of course. So you have to sign up. But on May the 20th, I think that's a Wednesday, we're going to open up Wednesday services for those that would like to sign up. And i uh, Unfortunately, it's going to be those first come, first serve. Now, if you sign up, it's important that you come. If for some reason you don't, I may have to just erase it all and let folks sign up as they can on Wednesday night. Starting May the 20th. May the 20th at 7 o'clock. Again, we're going to have Sunday services 11 and 6. Still signing up to 70 each service. However, this is what I'm going to do starting this Sunday. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Hear me again. 5 p.m. on Sunday evening. You can look on the Sunday evening list and if there's an open see, open slot to make 70, you can come to services if you would like. Amen. Praise the Lord. Same thing with Sunday. For those of you that come Sunday night, if you look on it at 10 o'clock, and there's not 70 signed up, then you can sign up and come as long as 70. That's all it'll hold, 70 on the Genius sign up. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that's something new. Also to our academy students, I want you to say regrettably, for some of you that were excited about going to this year conference, it has been canceled. Now, those things you were working on for this year, you can submit next year. And so... We'll just have to work harder and look forward to next year at the conference. Amen. Parents, if you are thinking about enrolling your child into the academy next year, you need to let us know, please, so that we can get your child uh, tested to see where they may fit in, what grade uh, they may be suited for, so we can get them going. Amen. If you are going to keep your child in the academy, let us know that as well, because it's important. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, this Friday, will, of course, will be Friday night with pastor. And so there'll be no work day this Saturday. And so let folks have a little rest. Of course, those that are cleaning the church, we appreciate you very much for doing that. Amen. God is moving. God is doing some great and mighty things. We're moving on next door. Hopefully uh, sometime next week we'll have it insulated so we can begin to put plywood and sheetrock on and get it going very quickly in the name of Jesus. We want to thank God for all that he is doing, that he has done. Thank you so much for rallying and giving. And when you have, please continue to remember your ONF and also the IRS. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know if there's any more announcements. If something I think about later, I'll announce it. At the end of the service. The Lord bless you all. Amen. Our ensemble can be seated tonight. I'm going to try my very best. To bring you a thought. It is a foundation. For a message that I am planning. If God lets me. To preach on Sunday. So this is just a foundational message. And so you may not get it all. So listen to it again. So that you can understand. What. What. I am going to be giving you on Sunday. Amen. Praise the Lord. Again, God can change that, of course. I'm going to be reading in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter number 7. Very familiar passage of scripture to all of us, beginning with verse number 12. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 12. I'm going to let you get there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse number 12, 2 Chronicles chapter number 7 says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night, and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer, and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, that there will be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayers that is made in this place, for now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Amen. You may be seated. Tonight I want to begin this foundation on this thought. The prayer of the olive. The prayer of the olive. You say, wow, pastor, that seems like it has nothing to do with what you just read. Well, that may be true at this moment, but stay with me and please please remember this message on Sunday as well. I'll review, I'm sure. Now, I want to go back to verse number 12 here. And I want to bring something out here that the Lord says, I've chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. Now, we know this was a physical house. But during this dispensation of time, God dwells, in a spiritual house it's physical to some extent because it's our bodies but he dwells in us in a spiritual way writing his laws on our hearts not so much with a pen or not so much with something that you know is a writing instrument but through his spirit he's engraving that in our heart and in our spirit and in our lives and so We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So, it wasn't a temple that man made. It was something that God made. God made you and I. In Solomon's day, this temple was made by man. And because of the way Solomon approached God, and the way he sacrificed and humbled himself, God was pleased and chose that temple for a place unto himself that he would, he would always look towards it and his ears would be attentive but they had to do some things before that took place he first of all said you got to humble yourselves and pray then he said you got to seek my face and turn from your wicked ways then he would hear from heaven and forgive sin and heal the land he will not heal land until people begin to repent and turn to him and lead that wicked way. Then he will forgive their sin. And then he will heal their land. The prayer of the olive. Now, the word humble here means to depress. Not being depressed. But to depress. Like laying, pressing down. Something that is low. Something that is prostrate. Humble. That is a key word. And this prayer of the olive is taken from a word that means a base or cast down. Don't forget that word, cast down. It's going to be important, very important Sunday, because I'm going to give you some key phrases tonight that I will not have time Sunday to go over. All of this will be put together Sunday, and you will understand something probably you've never seen before on the prayer of the olive. You see, the Bible calls us the wild olive tree and wild olive branch. And so we were cut off and grafted into the natural so both of us could be one tree. Olive tree produces olives. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Many of you like olives. Many of you enjoy cooking with olive oil. And so there's a process we're going to talk about Sunday to bring all of this together. John 14 verses 13 14 and 15 says this and whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name I will do it. If you love me keep my commandments. It would seem on first reading this, that it doesn't matter really if I humble myself or if I'm contrite or how I'm living. If I just ask him something in his name, that he's obligated to do it. Well, this is not the only verse in the Scripture and you got to put it together. But I wanted you to see this and understand that if I approach him correctly and I'm coming to him in the right manner, The Bible says if I ask anything in His name, He will hear it and He will grant it. Why? Because He's chosen us to dwell in. And if we have the right attitude, the right positioning, the right spirit, then God's eyes will always be upon us and His ears will always be open to our prayers. And so that brings, I'm sure, some of you puzzling. I've been praying and I've been praying and I've been asking. And it seems like God has not heard my prayers. Well, we're going to look at some things tonight that may clear up why you haven't got an answer. I'm not saying it is why you haven't got an answer. I said maybe that's why you haven't got an answer. Amen. God is not obligated to answer any prayer that I pray. But he did say, he did say that if I come to him correctly, First of all, i got to be His. I've got to be called by His name. If I humble myself and seek His face and pray. Seek His face and pray. And then if I turn from my wicked ways. You see, to me, that's more than just saying I'm sorry. That, that's more than just saying, okay, Lord, I don't like what I've done. I don't like what I'm doing. This is turn from it. This is leave it. First of all, humbling yourself is more than just kneeling in prayer. It's in our spirit. It's in our heart. It's it's a matter in which we present ourselves as the Bible says, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. So I'm trying to lay this foundation. This foundation is so important to Sunday's message. You have got to get this. And then he goes on to say, Now listen, Just because you asked in my name, he's saying in verse 15, if you love me, you've got to keep my commandments. You can pray all day long and not be keeping his commandments, therefore you have not turned from your wicked ways. Therefore his ear is shut up. He is not listening. I'm sorry. He still loves you. It's kind of like a child. If they're disobedient, they can cry all day long. I want some ice cream. I want this. I want that. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to turn to deaf ears. And I'm not going to hear you. I'm not giving you that until you straighten up and do right or ask right. I'm excited tonight. Not very many of us here, but God's here. And if you're watching, you ought to be getting excited too. Because I'm going to tell you, we have a thing at our house, my wife and I that if our grandchildren ask for something, if they ask it in a demanding way, uh-uh, you ask in the correct way. Amen. And I believe God is the same way, and I think that's what He's saying. I don't have a right to demand of Him anything. Sure. I've got to come humble myself. I've got to depress myself. I've got to abase myself. I've got to cast myself off and come and ask Him, Lord, if it'll be Thy will, Lord, may I have May you do that. And something that we've got to understand tonight is how we approach God. I think we have forgotten that he is God. He is righteous and holy without spot or blemish. He is the king triumphant. He is the only king. And we need to approach him as such. Listen to some other scriptures. Psalms 10, 17. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou will prepare their heart. Thou will cause thine ear to hear. Did you hear that? God will cause his ear to hear the desire of the humble. Wow. Wow. Now, you're all going to say, well, I'm going to work at being humble so I can get my prayers answered. Well, there we go. You're not humble. Because you're doing it in the wrong manner. Humbling yourself regardless of whether the king grants your petition or not. Listen to Isaiah 57, verse 15. I'm going pretty quick when these scriptures are up here. Hopefully you're writing them down that you'll go back and study them. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble. To revive the heart of the contrite one. Now we're bringing in another word with humble. We're bringing in contrite. And God says. Man I I, I, tell you, I want God living with me. I don't know about you. I want him dwelling with me. Really I should be saying God let me dwell with you. But here he says. That he's going to dwell with those. That are humble and are contrite. I'm telling you. If he's with us. If He's in us, if He's dwelling with us, He can hear us. Yeah. If He's not dwelling with us, He's going to hear us. That, that's the bottom line. You say, Pastor, come on now. God, I don't me to answer prayers of people that are not even born again. Well, that may be. That's God's choice if He wants to answer prayer. But you don't know it was God that answered that prayer. Right. Just because something happened doesn't necessarily mean or not mean that God was involved. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. May not have liked that, but that's just the way it is. Amen. What does contrite mean? Now, these are two words you've got to give. The first one I gave you, you cannot forget, cast away. You cannot forget this word, cast away. I'm talking about the prayer of the olive. Now, Sunday, this will all come together, and I'm hoping you're getting interested because the Lord gave me that particular title of this thing, the prayer of the olive. We are an olive tree. We are praying, or should be praying every single day, and I don't know about you. When I pray, I want the Lord to hear. I want the Lord to answer. I'm not just speaking out into the air. I am talking to a king, so I want to be sure that I know what humility and contriteness is, and how I can obtain it, but in the right way. Amen. And so, contrite means crushed and bruise. Crust and bruised. So we have three words I want you to remember. They're not hard words. Amen. Cast away. Crushed and bruised. Can you say it with me? I didn't hear you right other day. It's just you and me and a few in the back, so can you say it loud, Cast away, crushed and bruised. Say it really loud because you know the mic's up here and they might not be able to hear you. Cast away, crushed, and bruised. That's right. Cast away. Cast away. Cross and Bruce, See how I said it with some conviction? Try it again. Yes, Cast away. There we go. You're the only one listening, really, that I can see. I know there's others out there. Amen. And when I talk low, many people can't hear me. So I got to talk loud so they can hear me. Of course, not going to be a problem tonight. Isaiah 66, 1 and 2 says this. Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath my hand made, and those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Oh, I want the Lord looking at me. I want him looking down and and just really got me. I mean, he's got me in his sight. He's got me in his bullseye. He's gonna say, listen, he's getting close like David, a man after my own heart. This this person is really understanding what poor and contrite means. Poor is not moneyless. That's right. Poor means humility. It's the same word. It's the same definition. It means to cast off. cast yourself away. And words, it doesn't matter about what I want. What is it that you want in my life, God? What is it that you want to use me in prayer for? Contrite. What does the word contrite mean? It means crushed and bruised. To him or her. Well, I look. Can you imagine? I want you to. I want you to. You may be at home. You can't walk in your vehicle. But can you imagine just walking? Just walking around and the Lord got his eyes on you? You know, it's kind of like a child, like like Gideon. You know, when we go outside or we go to the park or something, you're not going to take your eyes off that boy. That's the way I want the Lord with me. I want him looking at me no matter where I go, no matter what I do. I want his eyes so fixed on me that he says he sees every little move. If I stumble, he sees me. If I get weak in the he sees me. Whatever's happening, he sees me. And I want you to know the prayer of the olive. You've got to understand, we are, as an allegory, a wild olive tree. Grafted into the natural, the two become one. The two become one. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Amen. You don't want to stay a wild olive tree. Because the wild olives are really no good for anything. I hope you heard me. The wild olive is no good for anything. But you get grafted into the good tree. You get grafted into the seed of Abraham. Then when you begin to produce olives, those olives can be used in so many different things in the kingdom of God. Now, I want us to go to James 4. We're going to read lots of scripture here. Tonight I'm just teaching. I'm laying a foundation. One of the three words I want you to remember. I didn't hear you. Cast away, crushed. See what I mean? I'm going to say it all night. I'm going to say it all night until you get up in the morning and you begin to say, cast away, crushed and bruised. David's getting it. He had a little struggle there, but some of you did too. Some of you. What's the first word? Cast away, crushed and bruised. Oh, I can't wait to Sunday if God tears and allows you to live to bring all this together. You're going to understand some things. Uh, You're going to understand so much about the things you go through, the trials and tribulations. And sometimes you call it frustration and it shouldn't be frustration at all. You've got to understand some things. So James 4, 1 through 12. From which comes wars and fightings among you. Wow. I think I see that. In apostolic churches, who knows, it may even happen from time to time in this church. Come they not hence even of your lusts that war in your members. You lust and have not, you kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not because you ask not. Here we go back to John. It's not just a matter of asking. There is the correct method of asking. I want to share with something with you. Sunday night, God moved upon my wife and really began to speak to her about this phrase. You have not because you ask not. She really believes, and I do too, as things progress and we get further away from this virus, we're going to see so many more manifestations of the gift of the Spirit. The Lord gave her that that night and spoke to her that He is waiting waiting to manifest Himself in His people with the gifts of His Spirit. I believe that. But we've got to get ourselves in a place to where we are ready for a prayer of the olive. It says here in verse 3, You ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust." Now that word, Amiss means basically you ask on your own desire. You ask on your own wants. You ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. You adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Wow. Wow. Do you think that the scripture saved in vain? The spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. Submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, purify your hearts, ye double-minded. You know, James in chapter one said basically that if you don't ask in faith, if you ask wavering, don't think that that man shall receive anything of the Lord. Read it, James chapter one. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble your sight and yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil. One and another, brethren, he that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law that judges the law, but there is thou. Excuse me. But if thou judge the law, thou art doer of the law, but a judge. But thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. Oh, I messed that up. Let me read it again. Speak not evil, one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law. And judges the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver who is able to save and destroy. Who art thou that judges another? Let me just stop for a moment. Read that way too fast probably. But let me say this to you. If we're not careful, we get into a particular mindset. Where we think we can complain and talk evil about one another. And think God's going to answer our prayers. It's not going to happen. We fight. We spread rumors. We get upset. We begin to say things that we shouldn't say. Do things that we shouldn't do. We will even stay away from the house of God. Because of these things. And you think God's going to hear your cries? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wants us to love one another. He wants us to be kind affectionate one to another he wants us to understand that there is a certain way and a manner in which we need to live so our prayers can be answered that's right and our prayers are so vitally important not for us but for our families and for those round and about for our country for our community for those that are struggling for those that are backslidden for those that have never heard the truth i'm telling you for the phenomenal world that really is sincere but not after Truth. We need to pray, but we need to find a way to pray. I'm going to give you some steps tonight from this foundation to get ourselves in a place that we are cast away. Very good, Brother David. That we are cast away, crossed, and bruised. Now, have you ever felt, have you ever felt cast away? Yeah you yeah. have. Have you ever felt crushed? Sure you yeah. have. Have you ever felt bruised? Even in a physical way, if you hit your arm or your knee or something a certain way, there's a bruise that comes up. So you have some familiarity with this. Number one step is this we've got to truly love God. Not just with our lips, but in our actions. If you love God, keep His commandments. If you love God, you've got to understand that following His Word is above all else. Above all else. And if we are falling short of that, we need to do whatever we can to humble ourselves a it. Don't blame someone else for it. Don't try to bring up their faults. That's what we do. We try to bring somebody else's faults up. We're trying to justify, okay, they have faults, we have faults. Don't deal with your own faults. Don't judge another. You're not a judge of the law. There's only one lawgiver, and that's God. Deal with your own shortcomings in the right way. Be honest before God. Draw nigh to God. Resist that, and it will flee from you. You've got to resist it. You've got to put it away from you. But you've got to draw nigh to God. You've got to love God. You've got to humble yourself and become contrite. You've got to cast away your desires. You've got to be crushed of what you want. And you have to be bruised and what am I trying to say, bruised? Bruised. it's going to be tough at times to put somebody else's wants before yours or God's wants before yours or your spirit wants before your flesh. It can be hard. It can, it can feel like, wow, somebody's hitting you and bruising you. It can, it can fact, even give you some pain. I, I thank God I've never experienced it, but people that are addicted to certain things, when they begin to put it away from them, they experience pain withdrawals, And I'm sure the same thing with coffee or sodas that I drink. If you stop drinking that for a while, you may get a headache because your body is used to certain things. And so it is a casting away. It is a crushing. It is a bruising. To humble yourself in the sight of God that He may lift you up. I'm hearing so much now. I don't know who's watching tonight. But I'm hearing so much. Well, Pastor, you you just don't understand how they treat me. There you go. It's all about you, I guess. How are you treating them? You want God to look at you? Watch you? To dwell with you? Then pray for your enemy. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Amen. Come on now. Let's just get back down to it. I don't know about you, but we need to start praying because we need a healing in our land. Yes, we need a healing in our land. Not just from the virus, but from spiritual decay. And if the church doesn't get to pray, God will not heal it because it's up to the church. And if we don't know how to pray, if we can't even get along, how in the world do you think God is going to cause revival? You think God's just going to take a group over here and a local assembly that's buddy-buddy and start revival? You're wrong. The whole church has got to be in one mind and one accord, and revival will break out. You won't be able to stop it. And so it doesn't matter how somebody has treated you or what they said or what they didn't say, or if they took advantage of you. My goodness, if we're not careful We go about thinking we have no fault. Well, we may tell people we got a fault, but you're not really telling yourself you got a fault. Because at times we may take advantage. At times we may say something we ought not say. If you didn't say it, you thought it. And with the Lord, that's just like saying it. And so I've got a lot of humility that I've got to work at. Amen. I've got a really contrite spirit then it won't be about me. It won't be about me. It won't be what anybody else has done or hasn't done. I'll be here in the church of the living God. I'll be praying. Uh, I, when I see them, I, I'll be praying. I'll greet them. I'm telling you, I'm on something tonight. I hope you're listening because I want revival. And I want our country healed. Yes, of the virus, absolutely. But I want revival. I want backsiders to come. I want the Christians to be saved. I want people that have not heard. God sent us on this field for a reason. And church, we got to get to praying. And you can't pray with your mouth shut. And whether you open your mouth, if your heart's not right with God. And let me tell you something. If your heart's not right You cannot do it. I'm telling you the truth. Deal with that issue. Get victory over that issue. And then go to God. The Bible said, when you bring your gift to the altar, if you have got all against a brother or a brother got all against you, leave it. Don't worry about it because you're just wasting your time. Go and reconcile. In other words, you got to humble yourself in time to reconcile. And you got to be contrary to reconcile. But God sees it and He's pleased. He said, I'm going to dwell right there. And my, my ears are going to be open. My eyes are going to be attentive. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. And when they begin to pray, hey, I'm going to take notice. Uh, there's a child of mine praying. Uh, oh, hallelujah. And when the church begins to get together like that, friend, there'll be a miracle. There'll be gifts of the Spirit operating. People will get the Holy Ghost in the chair. People, oh my God of heaven, people will come in with cancer and I won't even have to touch them with oil. They'll be healed. Right? That's how God works. The church everywhere needs to hear this. And there are some churches having revival because
1: they have worked at loving one another. That's
0: right. Listen, I'm not saying it's easy. I said work. At loving one another. I know what I'm talking about. I sense it tonight. All of a sudden God is dealing with me. That some of you, some of you, you, you got this thing against someone in this church. Shame on you. Shame on you. That is your sister. That is your brother. That is a child of the living God that you're thinking of. Oh, my, my, I'm going to stay on this for a while. It's Wednesday night. I don't know how long I'm left, but we got to get rid of that junk right now. Right now, church, we got to get rid of that. We have got to be casted away. we got to see it crossed. And we've got to see it bruised. Because I want people coming in this place. As we saw Sunday morning and Sunday night. We begin to have a breakthrough. People begin to pray and begin to worship the Lord. But we need more of that. We don't need to pump it. We don't need to say, come on, we need to be spontaneous. But I'm telling you, you're going to have to love one another. You're going to have to get along with one another. Oh, hallelujah, glory to God. It doesn't matter what they did. It doesn't matter what they did. It doesn't matter what they posted on Facebook. It doesn't matter what they want wrote in the journal. It doesn't matter what they text. It doesn't matter what they said. It doesn't matter. You've got to get over it. If we're going to see revival, if you're going to have your prayers answered, if you're going to be blessed in the measure that God wants you blessed, you've got to get over it. Woo! There was some fire coming there. Amen. You've got to love God. And if you can't love your brother who you see, you cannot love God whom you have not seen, the Bible says. Sweet P, am trying to help you tonight. I'm not, I'm not trying to continue. I'm trying to help you because I know what you're capable of. I've seen you. I've seen you pray. I've seen you worship. I've seen the miracles. I've experienced them with you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. It's time that we love one another. There's not a one of us without fault. Not one. Not one of us without sin. Don't compare your sin to somebody else. Don't say, well, I don't do that. Please. Are we Republicans now? Are we Republicans? Are we the Pharisees? Which are we? I'd rather be that publican that beats his chest and say, Oh, Lord, I'm not worthy. I don't want to be a firstist. Well, God, I don't do that. God, I don't do this. Oh, God, I fast. I do. God said he heard the publican's prayer. That's right. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. We've got to truly love God. Truly love God. And that means you're going to truly love people. I didn't say you're going to condone sin, but don't condone it in your own life. oh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh oh, don't condone it in your own life. Oh wow. Ooh, Wednesday night. I'm 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 really I'm really teaching tonight, I think. Humility towards God and mankind. What's those words again? Cast away, away yeah. crushed and bruised. Submission to God and his authority. You cannot be submitted to God and not his authority. Whoever he is called, whoever he has placed above you, if you're not submitted to that, you are not truly submitted to God. End of story. End of story. No buts, no ands, no nothing. You're not submitted. Draw near to God. No, not to God. Draw close to God and resist the devil. And then repent. Turn from your wicked way. I've got to turn from my wicked way. I want to tell you right now. Hey, I don't have a lock on prayer. I don't have the the key to how to pray or anything like that. I just know that when I come and kneel before the Lord, I first acknowledge how great He is. I'm going to tell you that right now. I I acknowledge how wonderful He is and I begin to say how despicable I am and I understand I'm there only because of His grace and the blood of Jesus Christ and I begin, I'm telling you, I, I exalt Him, I lift Him up because He is the King triumphant. He is the Lord of glory and I begin to turn from my wicked ways and I begin, listen, I repent Of thoughts that are not right, actions that are not right, and lack of actions that I should have done or should be doing, I want to be able to come before Him. I want Him to be able to say, "Come and dwell with me. Come and dwell with me." Oh, hallelujah! Glory to the Lord God. The prayer of the olive. I I, I don't want you to look at an olive. Some of you like olives on your pizza. You like olives in your your salad. You know, I don't, but but you, you may, and that's fine. You know, some of you like, you know, various kind of olives. That's wonderful. That's, that's wonderful. Now, olive oil, cooking with olive oil, mm, great. I mean, that is just wonderful. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about the prayer of the olive. Have you ever just looked at an olive and understood the process? Have you ever just held a organic bottle of olive oil, virgin olive oil, and understood the process? How it got the qualities that could help you? Why is it that we anoint with oil? And how it's a symbol of God's spirit and the anointing? How it means the smear? Seems to me that when you're crushed and you're bruised, there's a lot of smearing going on. So we're going to get there Sunday. We're going to get there Sunday. I'm telling you, if God lets me, we're going to get there Sunday. I can't wait, but tonight, tonight I've got to help us, including myself. To get our hearts where they need to be for something. we got to be prepared. I know we can't hug folks right now. Ladies can't hug ladies. and Men can't hug men. But you know something? You can smile genuinely at people. And if you got a mask on, that can be seen in your eyes.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, 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 yeah. When you're smiling, David just smiled at me. You didn't see him. You know. David and his eye, eyebrows went up. Now if he frowned at me, frown frown at me his eyebrows go down see it's just like your your mouth when you're frowning down and you do that what you doing here it's time for me to go come on i'm trying to get us somewhere i don't know about you but we've got this beautiful building that god has given us to help us in. But he dwells in us. I know he's in this building as well. But he dwells in us. He wants to work in us. He wants to answer our prayer. He wants to bless us. And through us he wants to be a blessing to the people of this community. He desires to heal our land. The United States. The greatest country that God ever ever set up. Why? Because of freedom of religion based upon the word of God. Laws based upon the word of God. Amen. Everything we did was based upon the word of God. When we got away from that, our country began to deteriorate and that's why we're where we're at. Right. And only the church can bring it back. No matter what a president done. No matter what, what policies he sets in place. I'm telling you, you better listen to me. The church is the only one God gave the power to heal the to heal the land. That goes to the church. We have the power to heal our church. When people begin to truly repent, truly humble themselves. I want to say it again because I sense it tonight so strongly. Quit focusing or bringing up other people's faults. Deal with your own. Deal with your own. Get your faults. Bible talks about that. I don't have all these in the notes. But it says, listen... You know, you're trying to take a speck out of your brother's eye. You've got a beam in your eye. That's sure. right. We're not to do that. Take care of the beam. And then pray for your brother that he can take care of the speck. I can't imagine having a beam in my eye. <laughs> got enough getting a speck. Can't see. Eyes, Lord. Can you imagine having a beam in your eye? Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. I'm talking about the prayer of the olive. The olive. Whew. For those of you that like olives, you're probably wanting an olive right now. Well, it's not facing me. Sorry. If we were talking about pickles, that would be a different story. But we're not talking about pickles. We're talking about olives in the olive tree, both wild and natural. And so we're going to repent. And then we cannot ask of this, but rather in faith. Rather in faith. Now, I've tried tonight to lay this foundation. I know that it's been straightforward. I know that I've challenged you. Listen, church, I'm challenging you. Church, I am trying to help you understand. We got to get to a place in God where we love one another more effectively. We can get there. It is a challenge that we can do. It is the will of God. And through it, great things will happen among us, through us, and in our community. I'm telling you, families, families will come back to God. Backsliders will come back to God. People you want will be stirred when you come into the room. But I'm telling you right now, we have got to get to a place where we have got our own life, our own individual life, truly grafted in to the natural olive tree. Amen. Praise the Lord. Some of you are not praying. Because you're not positioning yourself and you know you're not. I said that quietly, you might not have heard me because I'm away from the camera. Let me say it again. Some of you are not praying because you have not got yourself in the right place with God. Therefore, you know what's the use of praying. Well, don't take a defeated attitude. Get yourself in the place and begin to pray. If you have to pray, God, help me get in the place. God, you know I know what I need to do. Isn't it amazing to ask God, God, what I need to do? When He's already, you know what you need to do. If you're sinning, quit. (laughs) <laughs> you know, if you got out against someone, you say, well, I don't know. It's just it's so hard. Yeah, it's hard. But if you pray, if you pray before you go to them and you really work on it and get over it, I've been there. I, hey, I'm, I'm not immune from it. I've been there. And, 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 and there's been some that would take me longer than others. But I constantly work on it and I pray about it. I recognize it and I humble myself and say I'm wrong. I don't try to bring up the things that that was done, wasn't done. I'm wrong and God. I need to get right. Because if I don't, I'm going to be lost. Sweetie, you don't want to be lost. You don't want to be lost. I can't say this enough. I'm trying to help this church. Because this church, there's other local assemblies as well. But this church has been called by God to be a light in the city. A light. Yes, you are. You are a light. Okay? Don't hide it under a bushel. Don't, don't, don't. A little song, you know, don't, don't, don't let Satan blow it out. Don't let off with someone or have your feelings hurt. You know, you know. some of you, you you're, you're 40 and you're 50 and you're 60 years old and you still get your feelings hurt like you were four or five years old. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand. Grow up in the Lord, please. Grow up in the Lord. I'm not saying that, that it, it might not hit you and sting you, but when it does, pray about it. Get over it. Amen. Amen. I wish we would get to a place one day that we could truly communicate one to another without someone getting offended. Without someone getting offended. Really just sit down and share our heart of how we feel and ask how you feel without, without you know, wondering, well, I can't say that because I've heard them. We need to get over that. We, we, we truly need to get over that and understand that we can love one another and help one another and pray for one another. And God will pick this place. He'll pick this place. I want us to get to such a place in the Lord that when somebody that doesn't attend an apostolic church like Mr. Kim can come into this place and stop dead in their tracks and say, what is this I feel? What is this I feel? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So I'm asking you, before Sunday, focus on you and your walk with God. Focus on you and your walk with God. Well, Pastor, I don't know where to begin. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Start getting what you can out. We keep willing away. That's what we do. We keep willing away. We keep resisting. We keep drawing nigh. We keep repenting. We keep humbling ourselves. We keep casting away. We keep allowing ourselves to be crushed and bruised so that our prayer, the prayer of an altar, the prayer of an altar, can be heard. I'm really looking forward to Sunday because... As I was studying these messages, have been studying all week, and as I was getting this ready that we have not because we ask not or we ask to miss, as I begin to correlate the two, I'm thinking, wow, I understand now. I understand some things that I didn't understand. I see it deeper, and that's what we're after. So in closing tonight, Sweet repeat: this message really was to encourage you, even though it may not have appeared that way. It was to encourage you. You can. God gave us the the privilege of repentance and turning away from our wicked ways and humbling ourselves. Humbling ourselves. It's kind of like a hound dog. Those that truly humble themselves when they're coming back to their owner, their friend, whom they love very much, no matter what you do to them. They kind of, they take their posture a little lower, their head down. And if they have a tail, it's really between their legs. They don't walk in like some dogs do, like they're the king of the mountain. They walk humbly, contritely. And I'm telling you, if you have a heart at all, that begins to touch you and you begin to reach out. And if you happen, which I'm sure you did kick him or throw him down or something, you begin to say, oh, I'm sorry. You still love me? And then all of a sudden, he kind of smiled, opened his mouth, licks you, and I guess everything's okay. Don't lick me. But let's get everything okay. Let's get everything okay. The Lord bless you tonight. The Lord keep you. The Lord reign on you. The Lord shine his face upon you. The Lord incline his ear upon your prayers. The prayer of an olive. The prayer of an olive. Sunday, you're going to know how this will tie in. You're going to see it. The Lord bless you tonight.